All right, I'm all set on my end. If you're if you're ready to go, I am ready to go. Okay, but you you just don't seem ready because you won't put that that tablet down. No, no, I'm. I mean, I'm ready to go. If you like, I just because I have the tablet, like I um, you know, I have a lot of notes on here and stuff. Rob, we got to I'm sorry. I'm sorry to do this. Cuz yep. you never you never needed the tablet before. Right. That's true. Um it it's it's new. It's a new tablet. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, you got it at school? I did. Um okay. It's not Listen, it's not an iPad, all right? It's it's just a tablet. It's like a like a knockoff brand. Listen, it's a public school. I don't know what I don't know what you want from me. And yes, uh, if you're asking, yeah, I'm a 39 year old man going to public school. All right, and that's and that's okay. It's that's a Billy Madison situation. Year, that's where 39 year old men belong is in public We're, school. Right. And I don't ex- I don't expect much from you. You you do go to a public school. Thank. That's you. fine. I'm more concerned with. You've been acting differently since you got the tablet. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. You bitch. killed my dog. What did you? What did you say? What I can no. abide a lot. Killing my dog—that's one thing. But to call me the b-word? <laughs> did I? Did I kill your dog? Sweet could you? Bert? Could you not roll your eyes into the back of your head while you're talking to me, please? <laughs> Listen, I apologize for killing your dog, bitch. Okay. But, well, you mm, go on. Um, but I did. I did have to break into your apartment and I I stole your uh I stole your uh gun. I know how much of a gun nut you are, Dan. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I I stole one of your guns. Well, okay. Honestly, Rob, it's like what what's the point of collecting Patreon money so I can buy ammunition? If I don't have guns in my house, what am I going to do when shit hits the fan? I didn't take any of your ammunition. I just took your gun. <laughs> All right. You know what? Forget it. Let's just get through this episode and we'll. All right. Well, let's go. Up. I'm ready. Okay. Me too. Okay. Good. Fine. This week on King Me. Don't let him inside your head. This is Mr. Mercedes season two, part one. King Me. King Me. Welcome to King Me, the official Stephen <laughs> King movie podcast. The official podcast of Kinging Me. The official <laughs> podcast of we open with little rap skits now. Little rap <laughs> album style skits. Oh, man. Remember those? Yeah. yeah. Do they still do we, that? No, right? I honestly I think- don't know. My mom won't let me listen to uh, rap because of the language. <laughs> oh, I thought it was for other another reason. <laughs> Because she's Italian, <laughs> Italian, quote unquote, Italian, because yeah, yeah. she's too Italian about it. You know mm. what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, well, I'm Dan. Oh, I'm Rob. Ava. I know. Welcome to I, uh, King Me, the official podcast of Kinging Me. Yes. Getting kinged by <laughs> yep. me, certainly. Sure. Uh, official podcast of um, turning a detective story into a telekinesis story yeah 
or not even telekinesis. It's uh, telepathy. The, it's well, I get. Uh, what do you? What is it called when you take over somebody's body? I mean, telekinesis is moving objects with your mind. Tele, uh, telepathy is like telepathy. just communication. Yeah, it's just hmm. right. Hmm. Interesting. All right, all right, start over. We have to research this more. Yeah. What's the? <laughs> Yeah, I'll, well, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll research some articles and then print them out on my printer and then circle just okay. the headline. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Bill Hodges style, you know? Yeah. Did Here, you catch that? Yeah. Circles yeah. the headline because that's yeah. the only part. Woman, it was like it was like <laughs> woman convinces man to kill himself, and he's like, "Aha! I think I got a got a bit of a." <laughs> Ah. Oh. Ah. And we're back. Is this we're... your work, Brady? <laughs> I don't yeah. think he's completely gone. Nah. <laughs> Whoa. I like how um oh actually okay, so I made the yeah. classic mistake I make of both waiting too long to start watching and then watching more than I need to. <laughs> watching too much. I watch too much. What, Did they talk? I, have they yeah. started? I'm on episode eight. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. Uh, um, have they started? Did they have him and his ex-wife played by what's her name? Nancy no. Travis. Nancy Travis, sure. They, have they started talking about going to Ireland yet? No. Okay. They're going to talk about a trip to Ireland. All right. So you have that to look forward to. <laughs> Does uh oh man does Brendan Gleeson get so excited? Ah, me home country. Here's what he does: he jumps in the air and clicks his heels. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I uh-huh. have a I have maybe a controversial opinion on Brendan Gleeson. Okay. I think he's like like he's the ideal form for a human man. Ah. Okay. I, do you you mean uh, just in general? You think every man should kind of aspire to look like Brendan Gleeson? Yeah, I think if I had my choice. Yeah. Um, that's that's who. You if would, I could uh, make a deal with God and get him to swap our places, I would do it with present day Brendan Gleeson. <laughs> I mean, there is something about him. His whole his look, yeah. Uh, he seems uh, on t- like I don't know. His whole demeanor is like gruff, but also um, you know he seems like a guy, a nice guy, and you, he probably great gives uh, great hugs. Seems like a big hugger. Yeah, yeah. He's fucking huge, right? <laughs> he he's is big. He's yeah. He's fucking he's f- fucking huge. He's fucking huge. Know. Did you know? Did you yeah. know that he um, hosted SNL this week? Yeah, I just saw. That. <laughs> <laughs> wow, talk about not doing your research. Yeah, no, yeah. I, uh, I mean, I knew that he was going on uh, SNL uh, to promote this episode, which is coming out next Friday. Yeah, uh, you know, as far as like when we're recording it versus when it's released. Um, I didn't watch the episode because I don't have that kind of time. And uh, I don't know if he mentioned it like in the opening monologue or anything like that. But um, safe to assume. I didn't watch it either, but safe to assume he did. What else is he going to yeah. talk about? Right. I mean, 
Why else would they have Brendan Gleeson on SNL? <laughs> <laughs> as you as you all probably know, I'm the subject of an upcoming episode or two. <laughs> you know, you of know the uh, of a certain official podcast of King and Me. <laughs> Crowd goes nuts. Yeah. Crowd goes nuts. They do that thing where like the cast members all come out like one at a time, you know, doing like characters yeah. or whatever. And they're yeah, all yeah. just like our different uh stable of listeners that we mentioned yeah, right. on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um I Oh man. What? Javier Bardem could have been on that episode. <laughs> I know. Time. I was just thinking <laughs> <laughs> Well, who knows? Maybe he'll make an appearance on this episode. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying it, maybe he'll show up. What if, maybe new... if we say his name three times, he'll show up. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I mean, yeah, anything could happen, I suppose. But uh... Or maybe he won't. I don't know. I don't know how much of a Brennan Gleason guy he is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no... Is there any... Have they ever as, appeared as, on screen together? <laughs> Like, I, I assume that Javier Bardem thinks of himself, maybe, you know, he seems like a confident guy, whether he thinks this outright or not. Um, but like the 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 idea that you feel like Brendan Gleeson is like the ideal physical male form mm -hmm. goes against everything that Javier Bardem has been cultivating his entire life. <laughs> that OK, so maybe it's just like you have to be the most version of whatever country uh. you're from. That, I like that. Right? Because yeah. Brendan Gleeson... You have Gleason, to be a caricature. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. You have, you to, have be, to be a racial stereotype. <laughs> to me, that's hot. <laughs> Javier Bardem just like... Yeah, Javier Bardem just like <laughs> drinking olive oil out of the bottle. Yeah. You know? uh, yeah. Uh, Super Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which... Yeah. You've you've heard the or have you? I don't know if the full trailer is out, but have you heard Chris Pratt? <laughs> no, doing does, his Mario voice. Does it just sound like Chris Pratt? It okay. Someone, I thought so at first too. I am gonna pull this up. Okay, and, and great. Hold my phone up to the microphone because I still don't know how to just like patch my sound in. But yeah, I when I first heard it, I was like, yeah, that that just sounds to me. Like Chris Pratt doing like a little bit of like a little bit of an Italian kind of like uh like yeah, yeah. like Brooke like yeah yeah he's putting a little marinara sauce on it not exactly too much. <laughs> exactly but then someone pointed out well all right so first I'll play it uh huh hold on here we go okay Kingdom, here we come again Mushroom Kingdom. Here we come. One more. Mushroom Kingdom, here we come. Okay. Okay. Now, does yeah. that... I, I want you to hear it again with a visual. Okay. okay. Oh, no. <laughs> there we go. All right. And then you're going to turn your phone... <laughs> it sounds exactly like Linda Belcher, doesn't it? <laughs> So I'm going to give, that, I got to give credit where it's due. This is 
at David Tunes underscore uh, on Twitter posted the video of it. So uh, I'm sorry. Hold on. So that audio is actually the Chris Pratt Mario yes. audio, and yes. somebody cut that with with a, a little GIF, a little animation of Linda Belcher of Linda Belcher wearing mm-hmm. the Mario costume. Mar- yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, that's. <laughs> Uh, that's Shockingly be- bad, right? <laughs> yeah. There's also some crazy quote from Chris Pratt being like, I worked for hours and hours with directors to find just the right voice, and I'm really happy with how it turned out. It's like, yeah, of course you are. That's your voice. <laughs> and you clearly just- are a man who loves himself. Yeah. Oof. I don't know. I'll see uh- it. I'll line up to see. Yeah, I'll line up to see it. I feel like we have a certain responsibility to cover it on the Patreon. Oh yeah, well that's true. We should. It would be the second episode of Super Mario Bros. Brothers. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah, we got to revive that. Okay. Yeah. We have no choice, brothers. Yeah. Um. But that's that's not what we're here to talk about. I'm no, not that, here to talk at length about how you can go to patreon.com slash kingmepod if you want to subscribe for $5 a month to get a lot of bonus content, weekly bonus episodes, all that kind of shit. The links wait, in the wait, show wait, notes. Wait, hold on. Uh, Dan, what kind of bonus content are we talking about here? Well, you get uh, on opposite weeks of the main King Me release, you get us talking about another, uh, another feature-length episode talking about different genre movies. No, we so just nobody did. ever goes a week without hearing us discuss a movie. Oh, God, no. No. Okay. And then yeah. on top of that, you also get the full episode version of the uh, King Me Babies oh, series and that's, that we do. The full episode is where we talk about the books, too. That's right. Okay. We break our one and only rule. Don't talk about the books. <laughs> well, right. <laughs> yeah. So it, if you right. want... That's the thing. Like... <laughs> You know how, like, you know, we plebes were held to certain moral expectations, legal expectations. It's like you can't engage in 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 certain illicit activities unless you can, like, afford to that sort of thing. Yeah, totally. It that's basically like what this that, Patreon that's the system that yeah. we have set up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the our Patreon is the. Um, Lolita Express of hearing us talk about the books. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's really what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And people, if you want to be on those flight logs, you got to sign up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's got to be a new tier on the Patreon. Now they'll fucking boot us without that. Yeah. Should we should we add a tier where like you know how they have like some podcasts they'll do like you pay this much we'll give you a shout out every week on the show even though we already do yeah. that for pretty like right. pretty much everyone who subscribes. But yeah. um should we do that and call it like the flight log? Yeah. Like, got a new name on the right. flight log this week. Thank you so much yeah, yeah. uh Chris Tucker. Christopher Tucker. <laughs> Thank you so much, Chris. Uh, pr- you're supporting Matt me so much. Graining. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh no, man. Yeah. Just just hearing about apparently, like, so Matt Graining was on the Lolita Express, right? Um, yeah. And he he got a, a allegedly he got a foot massage from you know one of the underage girls you know that Epstein was sex trafficking or whatever. 
and she described his feet as disgusting and <laughs> <laughs> gnarled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have heard some things about his feet. Um, mm-hmm. I I don't know much about Matt Groening. I know that he created the beloved animated series The Simpsons. Okay. And I know that he's from Oregon. Mm-hmm. And I know that his feet are gnarled because an underage sex worker said so. A sex worker. What am I doing? Um, sex trafficking victim is probably yeah. more accurate, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, yeah. I mean, one of the five things that I know about Mad Graining is that he's on those flight logs. <laughs> he's on them. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! At least clean your feet up, if not your act. If if not your act, isn't it like? I don't know. I don't want to speculate on what drives someone to that sort of behavior, except to say that it seems like every time you hear about someone being like a total sex, um, uh, sex delinquent demon, demon's a good word. They have some like weird physical attribute. Like, didn't Epstein's dick? Yeah, allegedly egg shaped yeah yeah <laughs> it was egg shaped didn't someone also describe like rupert murdoch's dick is like looking like chopped like raw ground beef or something crazy yes it was and rupert then, murdoch yeah no it, rupert there was definitely one about him there was one about weinstein weinstein uh, also uh, a horrible little little yeah, piglet like, of a dick yeah he had like some weird uh again like a i don't know some mangled penis um, it's, it's dark. It's dark stuff. <laughs> really is. Yeah. Uh, we're not here to talk about anything nearly so dark this week. No. Well, no. we're talking, we're going to talk about some like sick twisted stuff. Yeah. It's twisted, but in the way that like the Joker is twisted. Right. Uh, which is to say not really at all. <laughs> sure. Um, it, it, you wouldn't know it was twisted if they didn't tell you every 10 minutes. <laughs> I'm like, I am very curious to know. We're talking about season two of Mr. Mercedes. Yeah. I'm very curious to know if there was like a completely different writer's room for this because it feels it feels different, right? Way different. There's yeah. like way more. It, it feels like they're going for edgy. Yes. Right. Like there's everyone's just cussing up a storm. I swear to God. Yeah, they're right. Everybody's cussing up a storm. Um, there's that scene with um, what's her name? Lou. Right. Mm hmm. Where she's like uh, topless. Like. Uh, yeah. You know, like, I'm at, you know, yelling, like pretending like she's yelling at Brady. Right. Mm hmm. Um, yeah. We, which I, it, it, I don't know. That was kind of weird and. Uh, yeah i mean like it wasn't i at first i was like why do we need to see Lou's tits and then i was like well it's not like sexual in any way no literally it's just like it is meant to be like a vulnerability thing but it's still just it's it feels so unearned because it's bad you know it's like a bad show maybe that's what (laughs) yeah yeah see so i think the show has gotten bad Mm -hmm. right i think you know, I've only watched the first five episodes. I wasn't, I didn't do any extra work here. Um, and based on the five episodes, yeah, I think the show has gotten bad. On top of that, though, I think the cast is still pretty good. 
Mm-hmm. You know, uh, like Brendan Gleeson, especially with like this story, how, uh, you know, there's kind of, I mean, this, this season, this story, whatever is not as, uh, I don't know, propulsive as yeah. the first season. Like the first season, every episode was like, all right, we're moving, we're doing things, things are happening. And that's not what this season seems yeah, to be like at all. It, it's, I don't know if it's like, they're juggling more people or it feels like they are right. Cause it's all the main cast plus now the DA and right. Who, the, who was and, kind of in this, in the first season. Like we saw him a couple times, not a lot, but yeah. Yeah. And then, um, Dr. What's his name? Like Thibodeau or what? I know that's not it, but it's yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Dr. French. Babineau. Babineau. And his wife, Cora Babineau, <laughs> who yeah. also that was another thing that was like, what fucking show is this where she's just like masturbating for a full <laughs> minute on the bed? Like, <laughs> right. Yes. That that was to, another thing that was like, yeah, yeah, yeah too to much. no to no end. Like, I mean, there was an end. She finished. No, no she finished. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it just like it was so unnecessary and. Like, well, yeah, I mean, it, I mean, tonally, it, it definitely felt like it was out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and uh, I don't know, it sort of seems like so leading up to that point, right? The relationship that they have seems like she is manipulating him to do these things. Right. Um, and then he seemed reluctant to, you know, I'm, I'm speaking vaguely right now. We're going to get into it. But he seemed reluctant to do any of the things or whatever. Mm-hmm. And and then he comes home and hears, you know, uh, moans of passion coming from his bedroom. I assume that she would have been like fucking somebody else that was maybe in a more powerful position or something like that. Um, but that wasn't no, the it's, case at all. No, it's really as simple as uh, she's like, I like all I have to do is moan and I'll be like, can I? Get in on that, please. Yeah. Only only if you uh, break the law for me. (laughs) For me and the Chinese. For for me and, yeah, China (laughs) is featured uh, heavily. China's sort of an uh, auxiliary villain in this one. That, that, (laughs) That felt like something this show was fully capable of taking on, you know. Oh, yeah. Definitely get into Chinese like, pharmaceuticals, uh, Sinovax, <laughs> <laughs> that sort of thing. Sure. Uh, all right, let's 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 get into this a little bit. Where where are our characters here? Brendan Gleeson, retired, done, has started a uh, retired again, again, <laughs> started an investigation firm with Holly, um, which is nice for them. Um, but she's been, she, she's kind of like, uh, handles like the office kind of stuff, make, you know, setting up the appointments, things like that. And he's mm-hmm. like out, out in the field and, uh, he's the one he's got, he's like repossessing. There's that scene where he repossesses that woman's car with like the baby seat in the back seat. Oh, and yeah. she's like, no, please don't take my car. I'm going to a job interview right now. And he's like, I'm sorry. And he's like, and he goes, Hmm. I, I think the line was, Hmm. Well, actually, I think I will. 
<laughs> yeah. I at least I think that's what he said. I don't. <laughs> yeah. So he's like he's doing that shit. He doesn't love it. Um, he kind yeah, of, yeah, he, he, he's like, I don't send me on these anymore. He's like, I don't want to repossess fucking poor people's things. Like, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, and Holly's not into it necessarily, but she is just sort of like, I don't know. She's like, she wants to do a good job. It seems like, right. She's right? just sort of like, they didn't follow the rules. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Is she ever like put on the spectrum canonically or are we just to sort of like or anything like that um i mean i i just i mean i assume that they talked about it in the first season like something between her and her mom maybe like dropped a uh, yeah a line I, or something like that i don't remember though i don't either and it seems like cuz it seems like they kind of just like paint it as um, anxiety, like at least like, yeah, you know? yeah. No, I see that. Yeah, uh, she definitely does seem more anxious. Um, she's not doing as much computer hacking in this season. It seems totally okay. So I'm doing I'm doing my research, and I'm sure you know, um, our many <laughs> many our like mm. two detractors online will who hate that we don't actually know much. Yeah, <laughs> we don't know shit about shit. Um, they'll, which we never claimed to, but go on. We never did. <laughs> um, and in fact, we're taking steps to learn and you can watch us learn for $5 a month. <laughs> but, um, I'm, I just like Googled this and it seems like she is supposed, she is like canonically autistic. She has Asperger's. Okay. Which yes. Um, so I, that was my read on is it's just sort of that, like that kind of thing where she just like has the rules and doesn't want to deviate from the rules. Makes sense. Anyway, sure. Um, so they've got that going on. Um, Ida's right. gazebo is collapsed. <laughs> right. Ida's gazebo is collapsed. Uh, Jerome is home for uh, the summer sort of seems break. Yeah. Yeah. From home back from, from Harvard. Harvard, Harvard uh, things, boy. Yeah. Things don't seem to be going well for him at Harvard because mm-hmm. he, he Ferris Bueller's his. Uh, his GPA there. He like, Not, yeah, yeah. He hacks into it and, and bumps up his uh, GPA. <laughs> um, yeah, he doesn't seem to like going to Harvard at all. Mm-hmm. Um, because everybody, I guess he says that they don't, uh, it, they, it, they all have speak their own language. Right. And he doesn't know what, what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, working class yeah. kid, bunch of, uh, yeah, Surrounded by a bunch of uh, what would you call them? Uh, uh, Preps. A bu- yeah, a bunch of fucking uh, uh, Goodwill Huntings. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hold on, he's a working class kid too. Yeah. Well, the the guy at the bar, uh, the victim the- of the uh, of them apples. Yeah. The recipient him- of them apples. Yes, Johnny Appleseed. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Oh man, my my favorite character in Goodwill Hunting is that guy who really <laughs> likes apples. <laughs> remember that in goodwill hunting that horse that just loved apples he was just always eating apples <laughs> oh you do like them apples <laughs> um, um who else lou lou has lou's uh, back extreme yeah extreme uh ptsd from uh, uh being stabbed by her friend brady 
Mm-hmm. Um, Who, in, yeah. <laughs> being stabbed by her friend Brady while uh, after he had shaved all the hair off his body and was being Professor X. Let's not forget right. where that season well, ended. It ended with him being Professor X. Well, maybe that makes a lot of sense because he ended last season as Professor X. And in this season, he is telepathically controlling people just like a Professor X might. Come on. Is this the Professor X origin story? <laughs> I think I'm worried it might be. So oh, the no. X-Men are actually bad, and I'm Senator Richard Kelly or whatever his name is? <laughs> yeah, Richard Kelly, director of Southland Tales. <laughs> what is his name? It's Senator something Kelly, right? I think it is Senator Kelly. <laughs> I don't know what Mark. his first name is. Oh, no, wait. That's a real governor. That's a real senator. Hold on. <laughs> uh, yeah, hold on. Senator Kelly, X-Men. Robert Kelly. Uh, Robert Kelly. Senator Robert Kelly. Like the comedian Bobby Kelly. <laughs> Um, Senator Big J. Okerson. <laughs> the Skank Caucus <laughs> yields its time. <laughs> ah, those guys seem fun. Anyway. <laughs> sure. Um, anyway, like so Lou, uh, Lou's uh, live, uh, live-in girlfriend, uh, they're having a lot of problems because Lou is... Uh, I mean, basically... Lou, like, Lou's she, having PST, PST. PTSD, and that's annoying. It is annoying. It can be very annoying. It's no, real annoying, and she's she, she's not really doing anything. Like she stopped going to her therapist. Um, she is going to physical therapy, but she she's having a lot of uh, issues that she's like taking out on her on her girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, and really just like smoking a ton of weed. Drinking a bunch of beers, um, self-medicating I mean, as we call right. it. I mean, that sounds pretty cool to me. I think but. she, yeah, to me, it sounds like she's doing very good. Right. She got a tattoo of a tricycle. Yeah. <laughs> that, the way that was like presented was so odd, like with zero context. Eventually yeah. you get the context. He, right. But um, she would just kind of like, it's like episode one, right? Where she just yeah. like lifts her shirt. It was. She lifts her shirt up. Shows the tattoo and her girlfriend's like, oh, you got you did that, huh? Very impulsive. She's like, well, no, I mean, I told you about the design, right? As though like and it's just a tricycle. So to be like, right, the design, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's not very clear what's happening there. But uh, yeah, so Lou is having her having some problems. And the fact that um, uh, I was almost called him Grady Brady. Is still alive. I wish a, Grady was in this. <laughs> from The Shining. Yeah. I wish I wish Grady was in and he brought his brought his friend Jack Torrance along too. And they just hacked up the everybody. <laughs> the two of <laughs> the two of them. Two of them just boys. running roughshod over uh, <laughs> the whatever town in Ohio this is. Uh-huh. Um yeah, Brady is in a coma and very much in a vegetated state. Now we made, uh, we talked about him before. Doctor Felix Babineau. Um, he is the doctor who's assigned to Brady, and through a series of let's see, uh, Chinese involvement, uh, pharmaceutical companies. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, uh, his wife Cora convinces uh, Felix to test out an experimental drug on Brady that can repair brain function. That's like what it's supposed to do. Grow, bra- uh, grow back brain tissue. Quick yeah. pause. 
Okay. So we're talking about Dr. Felix Babineau. Uh-huh. Played by Jack Houston. Yes. Do you know did you know that he played Richard Harrow in Boardwalk Empire? That's the guy with the face, right? Yeah, yeah. I've never even yeah. seen that show. I I'm more familiar with the Paul F. Tompkins uh <laughs> version from Comedy Bang Bang. No. But yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um Yeah, it looks like he was also uh well, he was on that uh show Fargo. Fargo. Uh, yeah, you know, some stuff. I'll tell you what, while we're talking about new uh, characters and new uh-huh. cast members. Yes. His wife, Cora yep. Babineau, played uh-huh. by Tessa Ferrer. Is she a King alum? She's related to a King alum. Oh, all right. She's Miguel's niece. Miguel Ferrer? Yeah. From uh, Night Flight. Yeah. Huh. The great one of one of the great King movies. Wow. And yeah, and, uh star of um RoboCop. <laughs> the uh, RoboCop the Robot Cop. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um very in- okay, so yeah. Half man, half machine, all justice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, this chick comes from Hollywood royalty. <laughs> Obviously, that makes her grandfather Jose Ferrer, uh, right? And, and her grandmother it, is Rosemary Clooney. Yeah, and yeah, fucking George Clooney. Her cousin yeah. is George Clooney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but her mom is Debbie Boone, who sang Debbie Boone. You light up my life. Oh, what the hell? So this is this is just nepotism. It, the pure <laughs> nepotism. I I bet they Can passed. You get my niece into this. Uh, audience network original. <laughs> <laughs> I bet they passed up so many more talented actors who could uh, just pretend to masturbate on a bed for right. Yeah, but I'll tell you what. Mm-hmm. Vocal, like the vocal range she demonstrated, she could only be the granddaughter of Pat Boone. <laughs> <laughs> excuse me yep um all right so that that's that's where everybody is um in the beginning of this story Mm -hmm. and yeah so there's like some yeah no and and then uh uh, well we have to rest in peace to pete dixon Uh, Uh, r.i.p obama yeah he uh (laughs) uh him and brendan gleason are are helping to rebuild the gazebo. You don't with, think uh, we should reintroduce Pete Dixon no, Pete? from season one of Mr. Mercedes, eh, the Pete audience network Pete. original. <laughs> you think everyone remembers Pete, Pete, you know, Brendan Gleason's friend from the force. Uh, he looks, he looks a lot like Obama. Yes. Well, he played Obama, <laughs> right? He played Obama. Yeah. 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 In like sketches and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Pete's around for a little while, and then right. he goes, dare I say, uh, he goes to the farm and he says, hello, uh, I'd like to purchase this farm, please. <laughs> I'd like to purchase a piece of land here. <laughs> um, yeah, he so died. Pete, he, yeah, he has a heart attack and he dies. Um, and R.I. Pete. <laughs> yeah, rest in Pete. <laughs> <laughs> yeah d- okay yeah so 
we're good on the hospital stuff, right? Like Brady's there yeah. in a vegetative state. They want to move they, him. Felix. They want to move him out of the hospital. Right. They yes. Yeah. Felix okay. doesn't want to move him. He wants to test out this drug. So he starts um secretly giving Brady the this drug, right? Um we also have you were saying before the D the DA DEA agent, right? DA. Uh, is it DA? He's the district. He's the head of homicide for the district attorney's office. All right. So the DA, um, Antonio Montez, uh, who is in charge of this uh, of Brady's case here. He he basically wants uh, the doctor to give him this drug to regain brain function so that he can wake up and that they can like charge him and like put him in jail like properly. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so he's kind he's like aware of all of this stuff and he's involved in it. Right. Um, and yeah, they give Brady this fucking drug and then he starts getting, getting fucking telepathy powers and he starts, you know, uh, taking people's brains over. He fucking Whoops. John Malkovich is them. Yeah. Um, and the first person he John Malkovich is, is, um, what's her name? The nurse. N- nurse Jackie. Jackie. Yes. <laughs> her last name's McDonald. I don't know why I remember that. Um, or is it? Yeah. Jan- Janice. Is it Janice? Janice. No. Um, Sadie. Sadie. Sadie, played by Virginia Cull, whose name is purple on my browser, which means I've been to her IMDb page before. I don't know why. She was also on Boardwalk Empire. And there's Jackie! What? Okay. All right. Let's keep it moving. <laughs> so he takes over her brain. <laughs> yes. We, we got this so far? Good. <laughs> uh... Oh yeah, and Wait, do we the mind palace? We should probably talk about the mind palace if we're talking about the oh yeah the brain control. So, yes, so uh, Bra- Brady does start regaining brain function and brainy. So, so right. the, <laughs> brainy. Yeah, it's more like brainy at this point. It's more <laughs> um, to show him uh, like thinking. Um, they put him in his old basement. They physically have him represented in this mind palace of his old basement with uh, all the computer screens. Uh, in the back are a couple uh, tombstones of his uh, dead mom and brother. Um, and then, you know, uh, some, Roby, some other his people old manager. By. Yeah, his old manager yeah. <laughs> from uh, the electronics store. He, he shows up to eat a Hot Pocket. <laughs> he does. It's like you got. I'm kind of hungry. You got any food? Like yeah, there's some hot pockets in the. Yeah, it's not really like a perfect. um, It's not like a a one for like not everything in the mind palace serves like a function externally. No, it doesn't necessarily represent anything. Sometimes people are just eating hot pockets in the basement. (laughs) Sometimes a hot pocket is just just a hot pocket. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But um, we get this very annoying moment of Brady trying to boot you know, quote unquote, boot his computers up, AKA his friggin' brain. Yeah. Uh, by yelling chaos over and over, because you may remember that is the like password to start up his, comp- his actual computers in the basement. Well, yeah. Cause he's one so of twisted. the, <laughs> yeah, he's fucking sick, dude. 
it's one of the most annoying things about this show. One of my <laughs> biggest beefs with the first season is um, them being like, he is a clinical psychopath. And then he's just like, I like chaos. Yeah, that's and, uh, and so sick stupid. shit. Yeah, it's dumb. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, he boots up his brain and starts gaining brain function and has the mind palace. All like the the computer monitors are like uh, windows through his eyes, so he that's what uh, like the the story. Uh, yes. Well, you know the at, the technique that they're using to tell this portion of the story. Right. As the saying goes, eyes are the windows. Ninety eight. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. I couldn't think of what the new version of Windows is called. Isn't it just like eleven? <laughs> It's, you're telling me it's 87 worse than the old one? That's a bummer. What are we going? What are we what counting are we down to? Here? Jesus. Oh, man. Speaking of Microsoft products, mm-hmm. do you remember the Microsoft Edge commercial with that fake dubstep song that went harder than any song has gone before? <laughs> No. The one that's like, and it feels like I am just too. Oh close. wait, yeah, yeah, because it goes so hard. Wait, is that a fake song? No, it's like real, but it's fake dubstep because there's like a oh. blah, blah 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 in it. Okay, um, uh-huh. man, yeah, just going goes to, real hard. Just going to, I'm just thinking about that song. Just going to the gym, blasting <laughs> it over a Bluetooth speaker as I lift just the bar. On <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> um, all right. So Brady takes over Sadie's brain mm-hmm. and starts driving her around. Yes. <laughs> right. All over. So t- at, at this point, we are in a completely different show than season one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't really like it. <laughs> no, it's, um, I'm mad that we're doing this. Yeah. I, I had already started watching this back in the day. I mm-hmm. believe I told you yeah. it gets way worse. Mm-hmm. And you laughed at me and you said, too bad, Danny. You're going to watch it. <laughs> I said, Rob, please. I don't want to watch <laughs> please, it. Please, please don't make it. Please don't make me watch it for the podcast. And you, uh-huh. you reminded me that I signed a contract. And that contract states... <laughs> <laughs> that I must must record. It's true, Mister Mercedes Part One in Spanish. <laughs> I want something snappy, something peppy, Senor Mercedes. <laughs> I feel like we are really dangerously close to willing him into the room. I, I, we're we're yeah, we're we're walking on thin ice. Is what's happening. Well, usually by now I would have, uh, I would have heard, you know, the steps of the his, foot, flam- the his flamenco <laughs> shoes approaching, but I don't hear that. So I guess we're in the clear. We're just we're, hold we're in the clear. Uh, Dan, hello. No, guess again. <laughs> oh no! Yes, I <laughs> I learned I learned a new skill, a new skill. <laughs> Well, what skill? Uh, well, I no longer have to be in the room. 
to become the boy. Oh no! Yeah. Are you controlling Danny through through powers of uh, of weird weird Chinese pharmaceuticals? <laughs> See, uh, I I I was at the. Chinese uh, sex party, and I, mm-hmm. as I so often do, I Uber did it a bit, and <laughs> I put myself I w- into a state of coma. How you say coma? I would love to see Javier Bardem overdoing it at a Chinese sex party. <laughs> <laughs> I've been told it is very upsetting. I don't think. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> so anyway, uh, now they give me a little computer. Uh-huh. And I can go wherever I want. So, oh, all right. Well, that's, I mean, that is kind of nice. Yes. Um, but you're in a coma now. So a you've you've taken over Dan's brain. See. Are you also um, uh, coming to us live from your mind palace? Oh, you, buddy, you better believe it. You. Oh, wow. Oh, you, what does your mind palace look like? I, I wish I could take you to it is is so beautiful i wish i could go <laughs> it is the it is the uh the deck of a yacht uh that makes so much sense <laughs> yes off of the uh beautiful iberian coast all right here's what i imagine you uh boat shoes white linen suit see right? see no socks no shirt one one sock <laughs> oh just one just the one uh uh, <laughs> uh, surrounded by probably uh, all kinds of exotic women. Um, yes, all, all women I've killed. <laughs> oh no! I, those are the rules of the mind palace. I did not make them. That's what that's what uh, so, Senor Mercedes say must happen. So this is like a big yacht. This is <laughs> this a is, pretty big yacht, my friend. This is a this is like a barge. This is almost like a cruise ship. <laughs> it is it, you, you might say it's my pleasure skiff. No, Jesus. <laughs> it's... Would you like to talk to one of the girls? Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hello? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, hi, what's your name? Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> oh, no, Ruth Bader. <laughs> what? RBG? Javier Bardem murdered you? He gave me cancer. <laughs> How did he do that? I, well, I don't think he meant to, but oh, yeah. on accident. Yeah. Oh, well, so even he, uh, ac- accidental deaths are they end up on his yacht. Unfortunately, the uh, the uh, thinnest and therefore best feeling condoms uh-huh. are made with radioactive isotopes. <laughs> so after yeah. he was done doing, you know, what he does. Pleasuring you. Yes. After he was done... Um, <laughs> Violently pleasuring you. <laughs> after he had, uh, you know, roofed my Bader Ginsburg, so to yeah. speak. Sure. Uh, I came down with a bit of the, you know... The big C. The big C. Congress. Uh-huh. <laughs> or whatever. Right, Look, I gotta be- go. Oh, okay. Uh, well, goodbye, uh, RBG. Uh also, you really fucked us. <laughs> Take it easy. <laughs> I I apologize for nothing. I'm I, I I'm actually not as not as great as a lot of um, college educated women seem to think I am. 
That makes sense. Maybe they should right. hit the books a little, <laughs> a little more closely, right? All right, I got to go. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get her name? I cannot remember for the life of me. <laughs> Uh, no, I, it's not important. Um, well, uh, Javier, I agree. Uh, the name of a woman you make love to, and I don't yeah. mean love, is yeah, not, I know, is not very important, not super important. I can remember uh, the way she smells, mm. not so good. <laughs> the, the, the way, the way her skin feels eh, kind of loose, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like a uh, like paper, but like old paper, like you know, very old paper. Like yeah, a, yeah. Like a book you should not touch without uh, white cloth gloves on. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Um, uh, Javier, uh, I just have one question for you. Okay. Where can I get some of those ultra thin isotope condoms? I will put you in touch with uh, my my amigo ah, from the Chinese pharmaceutical company. Oh, I would appreciate it. Hey, no, no problem, no problemo. <laughs> I'm not interested so much in safe sex as much as <laughs> especially dangerous sex. Yeah, that's it's what makes it feel so much thing. better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, <laughs> you you will not get syphilis, but you will get uh, you will get on my yacht. <laughs> 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 Listen, man, this has been good. I gotta go too, though. All right, say well, goodbye, I'm, girls. I'm looking, I, I'm looking forward to joining you, you guys on uh, your yacht. I'll be on the the boat's logs, I guess. In time, we all join the yacht. Yep. Right, right, my friend. That's right. Okay, stay thirsty. <laughs> oh God! All right, that's not you. All right, go on. That's <laughs> <laughs> a great guy. So uh, Dan, yeah. Uh, are you are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I uh, I think something's wrong with my uh, recording of the episode, though. The time seems to have jumped ahead about ten minutes. Or what? Oh, felt I like. wouldn't worry about that if I were you. Okay. Yeah, I'm not a very uh, uh you know, I won't. <laughs> no, I'm a bit of a. I don't a, care about anything. I don't, I don't care about anything. I'm a bit of a morass, you know. <laughs> I won't worry my life away. Um, good. We should all be more Mraz. <sighs> Mr. A to Z himself. <laughs> Have we talked about uh, that? That's a nickname he gave himself. It's I, surely I come it, up. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that he gave himself that nickname. Yeah, he um, has a song called Wordplay, where he refers to himself as Mr. A to Z. Not wordplay. <laughs> It's one example of it. Okay. Oh, that's the name of a full album of his. His wordplay? Mr. A to Z. Oh, Mr. A to Z. Oh, wow. Album. Uh, okay, track titles. Track one. Uh, hey. Life is Wonderful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, we just. Every joke we make is just rock and roll alphabet now. <laughs> This is, I guess, adult contemporary alphabet. But. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, then we got Geek in the Pink. I don't like that. That feels bad, right? <laughs> Geek in the Geek Pink. Geek in the Pink? Yeah. Geek in the Pink. Oh, Jesus Christ. Mi- it's, it, Mr. Yeah, Curiosity. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm not even reading these in order. That's my bad. But here's Did You Get My Message? 
This these this is terrible. It's good. You haven't even heard it. Uh, so he has he calls himself Mr. A to Z, but he also has a song. Yeah, he also calls himself Mr. Curiosity. Mm-hmm. What are you, man? He he can't just be everything. He's a chameleon. He reinvents himself. Is he Mr. Worldwide also? Come on. Okay, he seems to have a thing about geek because his next his follow up album is called. <laughs> I'm serious. Geek in the stink. <laughs> yeah, geek in the pink, geek in the stink. No, it's called geeking out across the galaxy. Shut the fuck. No, <laughs> I'm not gonna. Geek in the pink. I gotta know. Oh, whatever. Okay. Um. Let's talk this more is, about the geek in the hospital bed. I guess. The. <laughs> what what was that geek? Uh, geek across the galaxy. What geeking is it called? out across the galaxy. Geeking out. Geeking out across the galaxy. It. It's like. It's up there with like hunking on Bobo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, I think we've squeezed like as much. The juice return out of, of Bruno. Yeah, geeking out across. <laughs> except. Yeah, whereas like I mean, with like Return of Bruno, that's like a vanity project. This is this man's career. Yeah, this is his first thing <laughs> this isn't this wasn't his like side thing is like he wasn't like an actor first became very successful from that and then took that cachet to make up a whole other guy no there, yeah. this album doesn't even have its own wikipedia page what's going on here oh there's a live album oh geeking out across the galaxy <laughs> anyway we all right we'll do we should do like a Mraz episode i guess all right, we'll do a Mraz on the Patreon. Maybe, maybe once we get through all the Stephen King stuff, we'll we'll shift Pat, over. We'll to pivot to Mister A to Z himself. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's got to document it. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody else is paying attention. What would we call it? Geeks in the pink. Uh. <laughs> I can't. That's not you can't like who said that that was okay. I didn't. You want to know what the words are? I can look it up. Yeah, I How long before he's talking about the pink? Jesus Christ. Well, okay, here we go. It, All right. It's there's nothing like offense. Oh wow, he says a lot of words. He's doing like a uh he's in his like um skibbity scat yeah, uh, face. <laughs> uh, bare naked ladies bag with this one. Oh, well, let the geek in the pink take a stab at it. Mm. Right. There's nothing bad about that. It's just like, mm. if you like the way I'm thinking, baby wink at it. Ugh. I may be skinny at times, but I'm fat full of rhymes. Pass me uh-huh. the mic and I'm a grab at it. I got to. I think I got to hear this. Oh god damn Wait, it. can you play it so that it's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Gonna... All right. <laughs> um th- this all kind of sounds like a weird innuendo for his penis. Mm-hmm. Stabbing, winking. Yeah, wink at it, huh? Oof. What are we winking at? Mm-hmm. Would you believe that wait, what's the name of the album? Well, the album is Mr. A to Z, but the song is Geek in the Pink, in case you forgot. No, no. uh, Well, I didn't. The chorus? (laughs) You want to know what the chorus is? Yeah. 
I'm the geek in the pink, pink, pink. I'm the geek in the pink. Yeah. All right. Here, here, here's a little taste of geek in the pink. Yo, yo, oh no, yo, brother A to Z. Yo, no. what's up, B? Yo, what time is it? Ha <laughs> ha. It's laundry day. You're kidding. Oh no! This is real. Let the geek in the pink take a stab at it. If you like the way I'm thinking, baby, wink at it. I may be skinny at times, but I'm fat full of rhymes. Pass me the mic and I'm gonna grab at it. Well, isn't it delicious? Crazy way that I'm kissing this. Okay, that's oh. crazy. Can you skip ahead <laughs> to just like any random point in the song? I want to see what happens. Yeah, there we go. Maddie must have fired multiple shots at her because she fell in love to her own. We could be the talk of all right hey baby look at me go whoa <laughs> from zero what? to hero you better take it you found the bridge to, yeah his fucking uh wow robert plant little... can finally rest <laughs> jesus christ that was the worst shit i've ever heard in my life um Atlantic you- Record, Atlantic Recording Corporation, Atlantic Records, you're on yeah. blast, dude. Steve Lillywhite, you're on also on blast. I cannot. Wow. What? Oh, so that album is from 2005. What's the like? That sounds uh, about right. Yeah. The big. What was the big album? Like I'm yours or whatever. When That's that? like. Oh, 2008. Yeah. Okay. All right. 2005 well, is like that to me is the year of the strokes. Is that fair to say? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Strokes, white stripes, that kind of shit. And also way over there. <laughs> the key way over on DH1. <laughs> That's like the shit that played like in the morning when I was getting ready for, say, middle school. I'd always have just yeah. VH1 on because I always played music videos. Right. So I heard a lot of Jason Mraz. I heard a lot of <laughs> The Fray. Oh, yeah. Oh, remember that? Weird. It's weird. Yeah, maybe we should just bands... do Remembering Remembering Bands podcast. Where I say, like... <laughs> it, you remember The Fray? <laughs> remember Buck Cherry? Yeah. That that song, uh, yeah, Crazy Bitch, right? <laughs> yeah. I that, never that, what's that I never knew what that what's that song about? Uh it's it's about uh just fucking a crazy bitch. Isn't it like you uh, fuck so good on top of it? Yes. This, this yeah. deranged. He's, it yeah, it's out it's insane. <laughs> I also <laughs> like Oh wow. Been, <laughs> Sorry. I'm looking are you at reading the, the lyrics? Yeah. Scream so loud getting fucking laid. Yeah. <laughs> oh <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's just cri- there's like a piece of paper somewhere where he like wrote all this down yes. you gotta write the words down so that you say the same thing every time <laughs> it, it, there that that's one of those songs that um it, you know it, it goes in the pile of songs that are just literal there is no subtext there's no uh, interpretation for anything. Yeah, yeah. It, it's about 
fucking a crazy girl and how good she fucks. Crazy bitch. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah, and you know what? It, uh, number one hit. Uh, biggest song in the country. <laughs> uh, and, you know, when the time comes, uh, all my children will be conceived. To, to crazy, crazy bitch. bitch yeah. Um, but hey, uh, let's talk about a different crazy bitch. That crazy bitch, uh, that crazy, that crazy bitch, bitch Bill Hodges. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it, she, <laughs> uh, Brady, mm-hmm. uh, while driving around, I'm just gonna say he's driving around the nurse, um, <laughs> with her brain. <laughs> Right, she she's like an epileptic, uh, but she's on medication. She stops taking her meds. Uh, Brady uses her as like um, I don't guess surrogate or something to like cause some fucking chaos, man. Dude, he's nuts. He's nuts. He fuck it. So he uses her to get some morphine, and then she's gonna um, overdose one of the patients. But uh, a nurse comes in. And stops the nurse who is um we should also note Bill Hodges Bill's, yeah. Bill's like inside person at the hospital because like right since the the whole incident the big art expo or whatever um Bill's been visiting Brady pretty regularly just like right which he's not supposed him. to do he's but not yeah. but she helps him out gets him in there right yes. um so right so she uh the nurse Sadie um. She gets caught, and she's like, "No, nope, uh, I'm, uh, I'm leaving. You know, like whatever. I'm gonna take a smoke break or something." And she's like, "Well, what about the extra syringe of morphine that you have there?" And she's like, "I'm gonna put it back." And then <laughs> there's that whole scene where she's like, uh, "She Sadie is outside. She gets in her car. Um, this other nurse who I cannot remember her name. Yeah, um, she her name. Uh, nurse Wilmer." Um, her name nurse is Wil- Wilmer, like Valderrama. Yeah, I assume it's her last name, but oh. maybe not. Okay. Um, she so Nurse Wilmer is outside, uh, having a cigarette. Sadie gets in her car, and now uh, she drives around. And Brendan Gleason is at the hospital too. Mm-hmm. Um, he, uh, Nurse Wilmer, uh. You know, whatever they. She called uh, Brendan Gleason to come down to the hospital. This nurse is acting weird. Something weird is happening. It's weird. Um, so he comes down there, and uh, and Sadie has her car pointed at at Nurse uh, Wilmer, like she's gonna run her over. Mm-hmm. Classic, classic. You've heard Brady of Mister Mer- Mister Mercedes, but Miss Kia Sorrento. <laughs> Why does Kia Sorrento look such a funny specific? It's a fun. <laughs> oh no, I really knocked it out of the park, huh? Yeah, that was yeah. really good. Yeah. Um, but it, Brendan Gleason sees sees this and uh, opens the door and asks Sadie to step out. And Sadie's like really nasty. She's, uh, but it's all it's Brady controlling her. It's Brady speaking in the way that he speaks. I don't know. It's just fucking. Yeah, all, this, this whole really thing is just like prolonged back and forth about just like warrants and like Brady's trying to like maneuver out it. Like 
I don't know. It's just annoying. It's annoying. <laughs> I really don't know what it to is, say. Yeah, it, no, it, it is just kind of annoying. And then, so, right, like she she's trying to maneuver out of the, the interaction, right? Um, she, you know, you're not a cop. You can't, you know, you can't do anything. You can't arrest me. You can't do shit. You're, you can't look through my stuff. But Brendan Gleason, like, opens up her purse and sees that the syringe of morphine is still in there. So she's, you know, Nurse Wilmer's like, what are you doing with this? And it turns in, like, whatever. Sadie, uh, she gets angry and she says, you know, I'm going back to work or my break is over or something. And she goes inside while Nurse Wilmer and Brendan Gleason are outside talking. And there's, you know, Nurse Wilmer is saying how, uh, you know, this isn't like Sadie. She's She doesn't act like this. She's acting very strange. And uh, all this time that they're talking outside, uh, Sadie is walking up the stairs. She walks up to the roof. Um, and Brady uh, makes her jump off of the roof of the hospital. Yes, he does right. his whole shtick that he did with... Um I forget her name, but the woman who owned the Mercedes that he used for the attack in the in season one, he's doing that whole yeah, thing. Yeah, the whole like, like you might as well yeah. just like giving her reasons that she that he he believes he should uh, she should kill herself. Right, which I don't know. I I I hate like in the first season or whatever it like it somewhat made sense within the context of the story how like. Um, you know, this woman felt responsible because it was her car, yes. right? Somehow her car, you know, was uh, stolen and used in this horrific uh, murder yeah. of like many people, well, right? It's not only that, it's the fact that it was uh, like months of torment. Like, well, well that's what I was going to say. It's okay. like that. Okay. Yeah. So like she, she feels guilty about the, that, and Brady is using that against her, you know, uh, and like you said, like it's it's it goes on for like months where where it's like him just trying to convince her to, you know, kill herself and whatever. Yeah. Uh, in this, it's like, you know, he is controlling her, controlling Sadie, like making her, you know, step off of the roof. Yeah. Um, but he is but he is doing this whole like talking thing the the whole time. I don't know. I. And then, like, yeah, so within five minutes, he convinces her to just uh, kill herself, which is, right. I don't know. What are we doing? What are we doing? Yeah. What are um, we doing? And also, like, I, I think what made that even, what made that feel even less earned was the fact that uh, anytime they talk about Sadie, like, anytime anyone else talks about Sadie, it's about how, like, she was really good at her job. She was happy. She was pregnant. She yep. was, like... With a with a guy she really loved, you do see one scene of her like fighting with him, but the understanding is that at that point she's already sort of like unraveling because she's being fucked with, right? right. Yes, yes. So, yeah. Um, does the stuff uh, with the ha- the phone happen in the first five episodes, or is that to be the seen? cell phone? Her cell phone, yeah. Her cell, yeah, yeah. Her cell okay. phone. Where yeah. they hack into it and they see the conversation, the text messages that she's been sending to her boyfriend. Yeah. Saying like, um, you know, I think he's he's definitely communicating with me. Um, I can I can hear his voice in mm. my head. And he's kind of like, like, he's like, all right. 
the, you're crazy. The texts from him were it was literally just like whatever you say, ellipsis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was okay. Well, I have to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Written on a deadline that yeah. that was. So yeah. um so Brady kills Sadie and, wow, and then he's how's like, that oh. for symmetry? <laughs> Brady killed Sadie. <laughs> Who was that that we just heard from? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'd love to. I'd love to hear more from him or her. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see if if they come back. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so Sadie's dead. Sadie's dead, and then Brady is like in his mind palace. Like, all right, we. I need another vessel, right? And, and he's like, <laughs> he's on the IMDb page for Dumb and Dumber, and he's like, hmm. <laughs> Should I yeah. go for Jim Carrey? No. He's too far away. Yeah. What's the guy's name? The big guy. The gas man. Uh, Mike, he Star. Was in Duh, Mike Star. Too. Mike Star. Uh, Mike Star. Yeah. Mike Star. Yes, um, yes, 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 yes. It's got to be him. Yeah. All of his monitors are the same IMDb page. He's just like, they're all mirrored, <laughs> not extended. Um, do you know what his character's name is in Dumb and Dumber? Oh, uh, no. It's okay not what to is know. It? No, I just um, know him as the gas man. His name is Joe Mentalino. <laughs> mental uh, you with Eno at the end. He's a little mental. Uh, you know what? I I remember in the movie, uh, whoever his partner was calls him mental. Um, ah. I just thought, I thought it was just like a, like she was just calling him mental for some reason. Makes sense. Yeah, Joe Mentalino. <laughs> Sorry, I keep um, saying it. Joe Mentalino. Yeah, so he plays a library Al, who's like a... Well, he's a big simpleton, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's a bit of, bit of a... Uh, uh, of a M-O-O-N. <laughs> <laughs> um... It's interesting to see this feels like the first time they've run up again. Like this is the first time we've had a big simpleton in something we've watched in a long time. Yeah. And this show goes out of its way. You know, there's like, I mean, some of it's obviously the source material, but like there's a lot of um, diversity in the cast and the types of characters we're getting. Yeah. Right. Like we talked about Holly being neurodivergent. Lou sure. is gay. Um, we yep. have like uh, a black protagonist. We're doing all this, mm-hmm. but also mm-hmm. <laughs> we <laughs> cannot avoid having a simple loaf with a heart of gold. Yeah, we we need a big simple, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just funny too because like, um, you know, Tropic Thunder. He's not doing the voice, if you will, the voice. Sure. The voice. He's ju- he just sounds like uh, a big fucking Italian guy. He does, but he says oh, things like okay. He just says things like the only real difference is that he calls Sadie Miss Sadie. That's the only, and it works too because as soon as he said it, I was like, oh, oh boy, yeah. Uh, we got a we got a classic King Walnut Brain situation. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so 
Uh, yeah, and it's Brady. not really like I don't know, tasteless, yeah. but it's just weird. I don't know. It feels very out of step. Yeah, I mean, it's not tasteful else. either. Yeah. No, it's certainly not. It's not tasteful, not tasteless. It just felt kind of uh, like they were like, I don't just please just read the words that as they're written on the page, just in your normal voice. Yeah. Let's just get through uh, this. It, it is like, I don't know. It's funny. I saw him in the first episode, right? And. You know, it's just like in a passing kind of thing. He's just like dropping off books or something. And I was like, oh, that's, you know, that guy. I know I recognize that guy. Um, and then like he just goes away. You don't see him for the rest of the episode. I'm like, all right, what what is his deal mm-hmm. going to be? Like, yeah. where, where I know that he's going to be something. They don't just hire that guy to not do something. <laughs> right. um, so although yeah, you could because he's he's also not a great actor. <laughs> He's not a particularly good actor. Uh, what you you don't think the way that he was uh, uh, like possessed by Brady and like walking around doing a Frankenstein was, sort of yeah, zombie he was walk? A Frankenstein. He was doing a bit of a, yeah. So they, I mean, like now, okay, wait a second. Was he doing Frankenstein or did, was he doing Frankenstein's he just, monster? Yeah, <laughs> is, is that what you were gonna say? <laughs> No, is it is he just because he's so big and oafish? Does, did did does it he just he, read just, that and, way? Yeah, does it just come across uh, Maybe, like a Frankenstein? That may actually have been the issue because say like that is consistent across all of Brady's victims, his possession right. victims. Like Sadie was doing the same thing; she gets like a sort of like blank stare. And mm-hmm. we should also note uh, another way that this is annoying, and also uh, another king trope. King trope. Is that um, the way you become possessed by Brady? Yeah, is by being a slave to technology, brother. Yeah, as as we sort of discussed in the cold open. Um, yeah, these stupid fucking tablets that are being used. So, who's supplying these tablets? unclear i wonder if that okay. person will become a character in like season three or something season <laughs> it, three of possibly four <laughs> i don't know uh yeah so it so brady is able to take people over because they are using these uh tablet screens right so now on top of like telepathy we it's a bit of like a i don't know almost like that movie cell the Stephen King movie where like people again, technology is being used to turn people into zombies. King Charles. This, <laughs> this, this they're being used uh, to be turned into Frankensteins. <laughs> also our side Frankensteins. Note, <laughs> right. Frankenstein. <laughs> um, I, I really think if they ever make another Frankenstein movie or something, there should be a line where Dr. Frankenstein just says, I will call him Frankenstein too. And then we can all move on and call the monster Frankenstein. Cause we've all been doing it anyway. All That's right? good. Because if you call him like you set up the sequel, if you call him Frankenstein too, I know. <laughs> and th- I mean, you could keep don- going down like the line of, you know, the lineage, you know, maybe he has a son, Son of Frankenstein. Son of Frankenstein two. Yeah. Son of Frankenstein three colon Son of Frankenstein two. 
<laughs> right. That's a bit of a, a Rambo first blood part two kind of thing. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. You get, uh, you start doing like Bride of Frankenstein and when he's on like his third wife, it's like Bride of Frankenstein for Frankenstein's th- Frankenstein two's third wife. <laughs> yeah. I think we're on to something uh, here. No, this is, I, I think it's good. A lot of people um, are already, I'm looking online, people are saying this is good. Yeah, no, I I overheard some people at a coffee shop today uh, talking about how good it was. <laughs> and that was before you even told me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Before we even had this conversation. So you, you have to imagine momentum's only going to build from here. <laughs> All right. Sound off online, everyone. Sound off, yeah. y'all. Tell us what you think of our Frankenstein idea. Um, I just, I really just want to call them the monster Frankenstein. <laughs> I want to, I, I just want to be done. I want to, I want him to canonically be named Frankenstein and then we could all stop talking about we it. We don't have to that's talk about it. All we're talking about here. Let's, uh, let's talk about something else. All right. Let's talk about something important. Yeah. Like what's the mummy's name? <laughs> Is the mummy the first zombie? No, it's something else. Because the mummy's like sentient. Mummy doesn't even eat brains. No, yeah, it's I guess just, mummy doesn't. It's eat like brains. Tutankhamun's revenge type of thing, right? Yeah, he's just back for more. Are you you like the mummy, the Brendan Fraser uh, mummy movie? I remember. I haven't seen it in so long, but I remember really liking it when I was a tot. Yeah, I remember the first one being good. I don't. Know, I don't remember the second. Yeah, one. Benny. We've talked about this recently because I remember talking. I think so because I remember talking about Benny. Uh, I don't remember this. You, you don't know Benny? No, I I know Benny. Okay. <laughs> he's a he's a thorn in Brendan Fraser's side, you know. Uh, but we're not talking about Brendan Fraser. We're talking about Brendan Gleeson. Let's do it. Let's fucking <laughs> okay. go. Uh, so Brady takes control of uh, Big Simple Al. Um. <laughs> Who Al? Al's like, I want to watch my my TV program. So he goes into Brady's room and just starts like playing on the tablet thing, watching like nature shows. Yeah, and that's when Brady Brady takes him over. And he it's Brady uses takeover Al. here at at Library Al <laughs> this week. <laughs> this week at Library Al, Brady yeah. takes over. Bra- <laughs> He's guest hosting. Right, yeah. guest hosting my body. <laughs> um. So he uses uh, Al to, um, yeah, you know, to, to like drive around. He checks on like Brendan Gleason's house. Um, he goes, so he goes to the DA's uh, that guy. What's his name? I can't. Fucking I forget. Remember. I forget. Antonio Antonio. Montez. Tony. Tony. Yeah, Tony Montez. Um, so uh, Montez is having a an argument with Doctor. Babineau in front of Brady, who's in a coma, but they're having an argument because, um, you know, uh, the, the nurse died. Um, they're, you know, this, this, whatever the drug or whatever, people are starting to like be very weirded out about Brady and like what he can, like, maybe he's awake. Like right, he's like- showing like brain activity and like heart activity and they're like, something is happening here, and we don't know what it is. And basically, uh, Montez is like, and if 
like, if you don't get it, like, sorted out, I'm going to walk away from this, and then you'll be holding the fucking bag. Yes. And you're going to be, you know. And then, he like, he basically gives his address to, out loud. Is just like, oh, my I God. Live, that, I was laughing so, so hard. sweaty. Jesus really, Christ. Really, really bad. Like, because, it, yeah, he's yeah. like, he's like, he, I'll be, f-, he's like, um, he's like, I'm fine for now. I got a nice modern craftsman, contemporary craftsman on Sycamore. And the, the whole like crux of it is like, he's like, I know that wife of yours has expensive taste. So if you want to keep that house of yours, you know, you're going to have to like play a ball right. with me. He's like, I'm fine. I got a house on Sycamore. It's fine for now. He's like, uh, he's like, but in five years won't be fine with my wife or whatever. Like what the, I forget. Right. What, y- yeah. It's some like, no, you're right. That's social climber yeah, yeah. thing. And then um, Babineau's like, oh, Sycamore's not bad, though. He's like, Sycamore and Pine or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, he's oh. like, oh, that actually fucking sucks. Yeah. Uh, so I hated that. Yeah. So, it, it was very, it's so forced, so f- sweaty. They so he so he says okay so now Brady is like all right I know this guy lives in a gray craftsman off of <laughs> yeah. fucking sycamore and pine he's like well uh, sycamore is nice as long as you're not in the uh, 2100 <laughs> block he's like I'm 2174 fuck <laughs> <laughs> um so Brady uses Big Al to drive over there he, he um, ratatouille's Big Al over to <laughs> yeah the craftsman on sycamore um. He, uh, <laughs> uh, there's a dog in the backyard, so makes out, go get a knife, stabs the dog, kills the dog. And this is what we were talking about earlier with, uh, you know, uh, the, I think there is actually a website that gives like a warning about any movie that has the death of an animal in it. That's, um, I think, I mean, I get it, but mm-hmm. I also think that's a website for babies a little bit. <laughs> what are you fucking baby? Uh, it's so it's Mr. Skin for animal cruelty. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Fur. Oh, Jesus Christ. Very good. Sorry. Very good. No, no, that was good. Moving, I moving right it. along. So he kills, yeah, yeah. he kills the dog. He ransacks kills the dog, the craftsman. Yeah takes a gun um and yeah basically and you know leaves or whatever then montez goes home sees this right sees the dead dog sees the house ransacked and shit um all this time also he's like he knows that brandon gleason has been like sniffing around uh like brady's room and like he he knows brandon gleason is like investigating people around brady like he was he was looking into sadie's uh like strange behavior right and like why uh why is she acting weird like people were concerned so he was looking into it all right and montez was basically like if you don't fucking back off right now i'm like i'm ba- i'm going to i'm bringing the law down on you yeah. like you're 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 poking your nose where it doesn't belong and <laughs> uh see uh episode 5 ends with brendan gleason sitting at a bar right and uh montez sits next to him and at this point, these guys like kind of they hated each other. Mm-hmm. And Montez shows up, and he's he's much more like uh, uh, I don't know, n- not withdrawn, uh, like uh, smaller. He's not he's yeah. not as aggressive. He's like you know more t- uh, tame. I don't know. And he he's basically like 
I, so, um, I, I'm not completely convinced that Brady wasn't involved in these things, right? Which, you know, uh, Brendan Gleason's been talking about the whole time saying that like, he thinks that, Bre- uh, Brady is still alive or like, uh, cognitive and can, uh, is somehow communicating with these people. Right. And Montez says that, uh, he went into see Brady, uh, and he was in there by himself and he squeezed his nuts, which was a funny scene. Yeah. Yeah. He squeezed uh, them for a really long time. Yeah. He squeezed it for a really long time. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and he, he said something in Latin, um, Oh, we should know. It's like it was seize the day in Latin, whatever. It was. It was. Opana. Occupandi. Uh, Occupandi uh, temporis. Yes, Occupandi temporis. Which so he says he tells Brandon Gleason he's like, and then I said something that I haven't said since fourth grade, right? I uh, called. I said I called him mom by accident. <laughs> it was very embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> you ever do that where you like you call up a pizza delivery and then you say I love you and before you hang up? <laughs> but you mean it. Yeah. <coughs> Dying. God damn. Um I know. So so he says, uh, you know, I said, what what is it? Occupandi uh, temporis. He says Occupandi temporis. And and then he shows him a picture that he took of like the back of his house where uh, where the guy had broken in, and Occupani uh, Temporis is written in written dog's in, blood. Yeah, written in dog's blood on the side of the the porch, and so now he's like, he is on board with like, okay, Brady is somehow involved in this. Mm-hmm. Like something is going on. We don't know what. Then, and it's earlier in the episode too. They have some sort of a conversation about physics. About like the uh, dude as the the particle. I never thing, right? ever ever want to hear about particle physics on a TV show ever again. I was so fucking mad. <laughs> you don't you don't think it's uh, you you don't like no. it? you don't think it's a good uh, way to uh, talk about this story. No, I don't and... need to know why it works. I know. Right. It's like, I mean, literally the, what they're doing it, is trying to smart it, up it, the idea of like quantum leaping. And I don't yes. care. Right. They're trying to make the idea of like him telepathically controlling these people uh, a real thing, like a legitimate, not supernatural right. thing. Somehow. Yeah. Somehow TV writers have been convinced that we're all Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> right. Who can enjoy a TV show if we no, suspect okay. it couldn't happen. Now, you know, okay, not to get off on a rant here. Oh, here he goes. But Rob, Rob's not a Rob's a bit of a racist, so he's got a few things to say about Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> <coughs> Jesus. No, um, the whole idea of like because because I do feel like like the whole Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson thing of him like oh this is why Star Wars isn't like uh, actually scientifically accurate is like actually a thing that people do now yes there there is no suspension of disbelief in movies it's that um, what's the like film not film crimes yeah what's cinema that? sins 
Cinema Sins. Thank you. You said close. the <laughs> you said like the Law and Order SVU yeah. version of it. I did. So right, like the Cinema Sins, <coughs> where they run down like everything that's in quotations wrong with the movie. Yeah. Right. Which none of these things actually matter, but uh, now with like the way that people they tell stories, everything has to be like justified and explained, and. It does nothing for the story itself, mm. right? Like uh, all of these things, all, you know. Oh, we have to explain why this is scientifically accurate or whatever, right? You sure it, don't. It, you sure don't. It, that you almost sure don't. feels like a consequence of like I don't know, like this, like you know, movies being less popular than TV, and the way that like TV is serialized. Yeah, and has the ability to like take longer to explain things. Right. And and just sort of like the way things need to like build on themselves. Like you do sure. need that internal logic to hold more, I guess. But it's also yeah. like not I mean, not really. Like as long as it feels true, well, no one really gives a shit. Right. Well that's yes. So I don't know. I, I, I kind of feel like that's why movies are so long now. Like we we just watched Terror Vision, right? Yeah. And we both fucking we were, loved that we movie. We did complain that it was not 84 minutes in, instead of 86 minutes, I believe. <laughs> but. Yes. <laughs> but besides yeah. that, perfect movie. 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but, but like that's that's the kind of shit, though, that's like uh, that I look at. I'm like, Terror Vision is, you know, it's a small movie. It's like a silly horror movie or whatever. But it's also like kind of the perfect encapsulation of this. It's where like, okay, this alien just gets fucking sent down through a TV and they like, they explain it as saying like, oh, it was an accident. And that's right. like yeah. literally the all it is. The explanation is like kind of, it's funny. Like it's funny right. that they're explaining it. It's funny that they're explaining it, but it's not like, they don't have to go into, oh, like if they made a movie like that now, they would have to actually explain how, the monster was able to transport through space and end up on the TV. So this is like, I don't know. I feel like this is a major problem in movies in general. This, the whole suspension of disbelief, the whole idea that everything has to be explained. Don't explain everything. Like, okay. Are we complaining? Does not add. Are we complaining that Brady is suddenly, um, human Wi-Fi? Yeah. Yeah. But it, not because like not because that's a bad uh, like story device or something like him being it's bad in this show. <laughs> it's bad in this to be bad based show. in reality. Yeah, yeah. It, it is moved so far away. Right. It, it's such an unnatural heightening from season one. Right. Like it, the fact that he, you know, kind of has the shining kind of. He is like know? shining plus. Yeah, I guess. Premium shine. Could, <laughs> right, he's he's paying the extra, like uh, <laughs> extra the five dollars a month. Yeah, for for no ads. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but like, right? It, no you know, ads. We talked about the shine, but plenty of L's. <laughs> plenty of Sorry, L's. Sorry, go on. <laughs> when we talked about the Shining, many many years ago. Oh uh, God! Oh my God! It, we, you know, it. We didn't go into how. Uh, how is this kid able to, uh, you know, do this shining thing? Yeah. Like, how is he able to communicate uh, through telepathy? They don't explain it. It doesn't matter. Who cares? Yeah. It's 
it like I think you could say the same thing about the fucking tablet bullshit. Like, yes, it is dumber I, the to tablet, me that yes. he has to do it with tablets and not just like like if especially because it felt like there was some kind of continuity, like, you know, vague and um, un uh, <laughs> uninformed as it may be like. There's some continuity between having him like possess a person who's like off their meds and having him possess yeah. someone who's uh M O O N. Like <laughs> it's just there's like a you can, like I immediately was just like, oh, so it's like anyone who's not like in full control of their faculties, he can like get in there, do his right. funny business. Sure. But it's also it seems kind of clear to me. Like, do you think that do you get the impression that Jerome's sister might be? Yeah, absolutely. Tableted. Yes. Um, I I I know you you've been watching ahead, but um, I wanted to make predictions for uh, the end of the season. Okay. I think I think Lou is going to kill Brady. I get the same impression because how else do you give her a satisfying? Right. Conclusion. She needs a satisfying conclusion. We need to get rid of Brady. I feel like that's the only that it like it would make sense maybe for Brendan Gleason to do it, but not really. Uh, it makes more sense for her because she's like, uh, uh, like I said, like, you know, she's like sort of it's a way for her to like take the power back. Yeah. And also, you know, it seems to me like she is getting worse uh, mentally. So. She's also, you know, not um, not to give ourselves too much credit for being perceptive. Uh, she also says once an episode that the only way for her to overcome this trauma is for her to confront Brady. <laughs> so, well, well, yeah, she's she says that she has to confront him and she keeps talking about how, uh, you know, he uh, well, she's trying to convince herself that he has no power over him, her and uh you know, he's nothing. And she, you know, like by the end of uh, episode five, she's like, you know, trying to like get physically stronger and whatever. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Yes. I think that's where this season, it looks like it's leading is. <laughs> I like that. She's training to kill a guy who's in a coma. In a coma. There's <laughs> <laughs> a training montage. Yeah. And <laughs> it cuts back and forth just, between the two of them. Yeah. Right. So she's doing pull-ups, yeah, like, and he's just, like, yeah. laying in bed drooling on himself. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to her, you know, like, hitting the speed bag or whatever, and yep. then you see a, a nurse, like, changing his bedpan. <laughs> uh, just uh, No, he's funny. got a catheter, of course. Of course. You actually see it at one point. Oh, I forget well, I why. It was, rewind. like... There's like a silly parallel edit maybe where someone's like pouring a drink and then it cuts to pee going through the uh oh, the, the tube of a catheter, yeah. That's 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 fun. good stuff. Yeah. Um so no, we're not going to rate anything. No, we're not we're not going to do segments, no segments this week. We'll do them. You don't want to uh, do a shining moment episode. for the first five? Do we not? Uh, I forget. We usually don't, but if you I mean, do you want to just say do you want to highlight a, a fun time that you had while watching this. I won't this. I won't hit the sound drop, but you can say something you liked if you want. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll hit no, the No, don't do it. Drop. I don't actually have one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 wait. No, wait. 
Um, I'm gonna. I mean, if I had a shiny moment, it would probably be realizing that Tessa Ferrer is Miguel Ferrer's niece, and also mm-hmm. now looking at her, she does look like you took a picture of Miguel Ferrer and put it through the gender swap app on your phone. You think so? She looks a lot like him. Yeah. Hold, Hold on. on. I got- Let me show you a specific picture. In fact. Okay. In fact. Uh, Dan, it sounds like your ride is here. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, finally uh, sending me off to the funny farm. And of course, I'm joking. And of course, I'm joking. Here she is. She's coming through on Skype. Skype. Great. Chat. Look at her. She looks like him. Yeah, she. Yeah, she's she actually, got a Ferrer thing happening. Yeah, she's fully Ferrer. She got that Ferrer face. She's Ferrer pilled. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> resting for air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have nothing else to say about this. I really didn't like it. Um, <laughs> the, no, I know. I'll tell you what I'm, I think eight episodes in and I'm not optimistic for the final two. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm with you. I, I really don't like where the story is going. Uh, again, uh, it's, it's, I don't know. I'm like weirdly conflicted here because like, I do think, like I like watching Brendan Gleeson. I think even with his shitty material, I think he's still doing a good job. Yeah, yeah. You know, I just think the story is so weak yeah. in comparison to the first season. I agree to the point. Okay, so actually, what hurt my parts this week? Whoa. Hmm. I'm doing it. Was okay. some? Oh wait, this may not have been the first five episodes. Shit. Ida explaining to Bill why he's so obsessed with Brady. Has that happened yet? Mm, I don't think so. Basically, yeah. okay, I'm going to... This is a little preview for next week. Okay. Because I Go think ahead. you you may also want to discuss this. She basically okay. tells him that he's Batman and Brady's the Joker. Like, <laughs> she's like, he gives your life purpose. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm sorry. Did that happen? Maybe. Maybe no, someone you know said what? that to him. I think somebody said that to him. Yeah. And, he, and uh, Gleason was just like, uh, uh, because this is more interesting than like, I don't know, like playing Pinochle or whatever yeah. with uh, the other old folks. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, that's, I don't know, comparing Brady to the Joker. That sucks. Because so like, I, I feel like, <laughs> I don't know. Like they keep being like, it's about his mortality, but as they explain it every time, it's like, um, it's just sort of like their arch nemesis. Like, I don't know. Yeah, they're just really do it for me. They're just destined to do this forever. I will not bury another Bill Hodges. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right. I've got. Uh, nothing do you have to say, Rob? No, I got. I got nothing else. Okay, but all if right. you want to hear so, us say more. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, 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 no. I was going to say, no, if no. you want to hear us say more about other stuff, again, you can head over to the Patreon links in the show notes, get you, you know, um, the full weekly King Me Babies plus a bi-weekly episode about, oh, who freaking knows what terror vision sometimes <laughs> some, some fucking awesome shit like that. Cronin B Cronenberg. We've done that thing you do. Mm-hmm. We did one time keeps creeping mm-hmm. into every subsequent episode. <laughs> I know. 
it is one of those things that's just like, all right, we watched it, and now now it's very front of my mind all the time. Uh, Scotty McDonald. Um, so, yeah, next, next time... Uh, next time we see you guys on the main feed here, we will, I guess, continue talking about this and decide whether or not we're going to do season three. Nah. You have. We're going to. We're going to do it. We'll I'm giving it. you two weeks to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I know my I know All where right. my vote's going. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Until next time, I'm Dan. Uh, I'm Rob. Steven. Stephen King. King.